You are now listening to Wild Talk. Wild Talk is the only podcast that's centered around the LA Wildcats of the XFL and all Los Angeles sports. Produced by Alex Calderon. With your hosts, Chris Rico and Gabriel Montoya. You are now engaged in Wild Talk. Boys, get talking. And we are back with Wild Talk. This is a bonus episode. Um, we were going to do a mid-season bonus review, but I, I won't be in studio next week with the guys, so we decided to do it a couple days early. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be in uh, Wuhan, China. <laughs> Dude, the, the plane Watching t- the Corona Bowl? The plane tickets are... S- First of all, the vacation, so cheap right the now, vacation right? packages are so cheap right now. Bro, I, actually, I want to go somewhere. So, like, if you get back, let's... Uh, Thailand? No, take Dude, a, take we, a cruise. We can you can you. I was looking around. You can get flights. Literally, Delta right now is five hundred dollars round trip to London. Hey, I just found out that if I go anywhere in Asia, uh, I have to stay home and work from home for fourteen days for my job. So, bonus, bonus. <laughs> Dude, I've been saying like I wouldn't mind getting coronavirus. Like, and I'm gonna tell you why, because it's like a fourteen, like at least a two to three week vacation where people feel sorry for you, so like you don't have to feel guilty about not going to work. I just cough when I'm in line so I can go to the front of the line. Everybody clears out. <laughs> so in the studio today, we have Mo. Yo. And you just heard Rico talk about how he wants to get coronavirus. Yo. I'm straight on that, by the way. And we have a special guest. Harris here today, again, joining us. This time he's on yeah. the mic. Thank you guys. Ready for the Wildcats. Wildcats. Really, though. <laughs> but the, the thing is, like, I wouldn't want to get coronavirus and then go to a third world country for vacation because if you want to get a corona, want to get the coronavirus, the place to have it is in the U.S., man. We got the best medicine. Well, I wouldn't want to get the coronavirus because I'm black because they don't treat us. That's it. We just die. Wow. Made it it's straight we, up. We went there. Yeah. We went there. 100%. I, I, I go Bro, there. The, the, coronavirus, the coronavirus does not see color. Yeah, I got you. But what was that last outbreak that we had? Where people was just dying left and right. Ours? And then they, exactly. All I know is the one brother got it. He was here in the States. He was gone. Then the doctor got it. They got a shot for him. He, he lived. I'm just saying, as a black guy, I'm good. You don't think, you don't think it's racist nope. against Asians? You know what? I'm going to tell you straight up. Mm-hmm. I said some messed up stuff when it comes to this with Asians. Because I, I, told, I told my family... And my daughter looked at me and she shook her head. She was like, that's so racist, dad. I'm like, I'm really good on picking up the Asians right now because I don't want to catch coronavirus. And you know what? God gives you what you don't want if you're being an asshole about it because I've picked up nothing but Asians. And you know what? They have been so kind, so nice. And it made me feel bad for being a Jesus piece of Jesus said crap. not today, Mo. Exactly. <laughs> and they made me feel bad. One one guy, he he was asleep. He woke up and he he said something to me that no other person's ever said to me while I was driving. What he said was, thank you for the job that you do because you helped me. And he got out of the car and he left. I'm wow. Like, God, wow. that was so, wow. I was so touched. Wow. I'm like, God, I'm such wow. a piece of crap. All right, all right. Wow. Look, look you know, <laughs> Mo, who's, who's your favorite Asian player in the XFL? Is there one? <laughs> is this a, is this that a, Nguyen. <laughs> Dude, uh, Norman Chow, man. The offensive coordinator Norm for Chow. the Wildcats. Norman Chow. That Nguyen. You know who doesn't have uh, SARS coronavirus? That Nguyen. Anybody in the XFL? Mm. Let's talk XFL then. So, yeah. So, uh, but today's show, we're going to start off with our 
mid-season review. And real quick, before we get into uh, who played the best, who played the worst, what players broke out, what players didn't, uh, what do you guys think about the product overall? On the as a we're season ticket holders for the Wildcats, obviously. Whoop, whoop. So, what do you guys think about the product at when you go to the game? How do you like the atmosphere, the experience at the Dignity Health Sports Park, Mo? Well, I think the atmosphere is beautiful because this. I mean, it's Southern California, and you got a bunch of really excited fans. And you can't help but feel that energy, especially in the section that I'm sitting in. Mm -hmm. We do it big when yep. we sit. 122. Okay. I, mean, the but I don't know about the mother sections, but we do it good. But as far as the product on the field, I mean, I think the XFL puts out a quality product. Uh, I, 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 I'm not going to compare it to the, the NFL just can't, yet. You can't. I, I, but the thing is, there are some games that I've watched so far on television and the access that you're getting, like uh, hearing the coaches give their motivational speeches at halftime. I love actually hearing all that. And I love even more hearing the refs discuss why they make the plays or the calls that they're making. Because I'm like, even if I don't agree with what you're saying, Mr. Referee, at least I know where you're coming from. You know, mm -hmm. Christian Harris, we haven't experienced a Wildcat game on the telecast at home. Yeah, we've been, like we've just been there. <laughs> so how how for somebody who watches at home, how is how has it been? Uh, I got I got to tell you that there's a lot that the NFL could learn from the XFL. Wow. And that for the first thing is, as you were saying, listening in on the things that you never get to hear right. on the NFL, in, including. The replay booth. Oh, I love How that. How many times have you watched a play where you go, he's in, he's in, he's in. And then they just come out and say, he's out. Yeah. And you have no idea why and you know they're wrong. At least here you get the behind the scenes. Yeah, transparency. Exactly. Yeah. Then the, the other thing is when they call the plays on certain shows, because I watch all four games every weekend, on certain shows, they'll tell you when they make the play call, the announcer will tell you what the play is, whether it's a pass, a run whether the Y receiver is going to run a post or a corner. And your eyes watch the game differently when you know what the play is going to be than if you're just watching, trying to guess where they're going to go as they're going. So it adds a whole new dimension to watching. You're almost in the game as opposed to on the outside guessing what's going to happen. That, and they don't do it that often. And you can't steal the play because they use such shortcuts. Like if they, they have, they're going to run a, a tuna. Nobody knows what that team says a tuna is yeah if they were going to call the x x run a post and y run across then you'd know what was coming but when they turn it into a code name you can't steal it but you feel like you're involved and then when you hear the quarterback you don't hear that in the nfl either you'll hear the quarterback call out he's the mike or he's the sam and then you know th that they're playing off of the linebackers and you don't necessarily know what they're going to do but you know what they're thinking but that's the thing. I really wish we had that opportunity to, um, we were talking about this a little bit before the, uh, the podcast began, but we really wish there was an opportunity where the fans could learn exactly what those quarterbacks cadences mean on the field. So it would be great if the XFL had like a show like Kobe Bryant. So what was it? What was that show called? Uh, where he broke down the plays. Yeah. What was that yeah. show called? I can't think of the name of it right now, but uh, Something like that for the XFL would be amazing. So the NFL has NFL game day film sessions. Right. Ron Jaworski. Mm -hmm. 
That's what we're going to do if we can get film. If we can't do film, we're just going <laughs> to do bonus episodes where we break down the plays for Wildcat fans. How much of the transparency do you think is going to stick? And how much of it was maybe just sounded good on paper, maybe tried it the first few games, and then uh, like next season's going to be, you know what, let's chop that off. This worked, this didn't work. So I, basically what works and what doesn't work? Yeah. The, the whole league is an experiment. This uh -huh. is their let's try it year. So we're, we're going to find out what they think works and doesn't work. For instance, on two different games, they came up with a penalty that hadn't been thought out in, in depth. When there's a personal foul on an extra point attempt, and so it's a 15-yard penalty, the 15 yards is assessed on the kickoff. So they move the kicker up from the 30 to the 45. And it does nothing. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, it does, it does nothing for the, the team. It doesn't penalize the team that made, made the penalty. Correct. So, so the announcer said they need to change that rule because it's really not a penalty and move the receiving team back 15 yards after mm -hmm. they run it back. That would hurt. Right. So it's an experimental year. They'll yeah, learn yeah. I still, and it, I still it'll think, keep getting better. I still think there's like a lot to learn. And even in the transparency part, you know, we'll see where it, I, I, I think it's cool, but we'll see what sticks. Well, if, if you guys were at the game, yeah. you might not have heard Coach Moss when we, uh, Bride? when we, we went for it on like fourth and three yeah, on yeah. our own 27, you would never do that. But he did it, and it worked. Now, yeah. when it works, he's a genius. But to hear him say, you want it? Then freaking go for it. You yeah. got it. I, I love mean, that moment. Oh, I man. spoke about it. There's, I love that moment. Man, I was like, that's a G moment, yeah. which proves to me what I always said he was. But, but it was a fan excitement moment that you would never get. Yeah, you wouldn't hear Bill Belichick like, go for it, Tom. <laughs> Give me what I want, baby. You never. want it, take it. <laughs> but never. To, to add to Alex's question, I think uh, one of the things, um, which is beautiful, beautiful about this league because it's just starting up, even with the, with the stuff that they're creating, it's actually kind of cool that us as fans, can we're like taking our own platforms and creating something like, New, right? Like, um, where else can you get in on the bottom floor? Yeah, exactly. Of a football league? Exactly. And on top of that, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, obviously in the NFL, to get anything going, you'd have to just, you know, go through hoops to. Well, you need all the podcast. owners to vote. Exactly. This is still like yeah, small enough that I think in the beginning that you could, again, whatever you want to do and whatever ideas you have, like, go ahead and do them because as of right now, They've been really like supportive of it. So that's kind of like, I guess, my biggest takeaway from even this first few, like the first half of the season, which has already seemed like it's been <laughs> really long. Um, well, they have unlimited fan expansion. Yeah. There, there's no stadium that's full yet. Nope. So anything that other people can do to help fill the stadium by creating interest and buzz is good for the league and is good for individual teams. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a buddy, a friend of the show, his name is Louis G, who's a DJ for 92.3 in the a, morning. Shout on, out to 92.3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the on-field host for the, the Wildcats Yeah, as well. he's, Yeah. He, he has this thing now where he has his own section. They gave him his own section. Now he has his own, I don't know what section it is. Is but, it called the G section? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's giving away. a great name. He's giving away. He's giving away. Yeah. So if you're tickets. listening, go get those tickets. Go on his Instagram or go on the G section. Yeah, he's giving four-pack tickets away, and I think it's awesome. He has a link on his on on his Instagram, Louis G, or you can go to the ninety two point three website and 
at the bottom you'll see that you'll see the contest and you can answer it through there um and he's given away a hundred four packs of tickets quick question is it 92.3 or is it 92.3 92.3 oh so they brought the point back huh i don't know and I, even even i haven't our, listened to radio in like 10 years and even what our, ho- our our homies in uh the official wildcats fan club they're doing just what you know trying new ideas and Actually, the rowdy cat and giving away tickets. Is that ninety-two point three? No, <laughs> el beat. But yeah, I, I, that's kind of you know. And again, for any fan out there and wants to do their own thing, and obviously we we, we can get a little more to uh, the the fan part of the league. I, I do want to touch that, but keeping on the on the field performance. Since we watched pretty much every game, who is who are who is your MVP currently, halfway through the season? Oh, that's easy. The Roughnecks quarterback, uh, PJ Walker. Yeah, PJ Walker. Philip Walker. PJ Walker. Is, is it Philip Junior? Pajamas. Alex is not having that one. <laughs> the guy. I mean, the the Roughnecks are undefeated, correct? Yeah. And uh, they look amazing. Compare. Uh, compare their, offense, their offense does, not their uh, defense. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll just say it like this: When it comes to a complete football team. They are the closest facsimile that I've seen of the XFL product so far. They like like we were talking before about what, what, what when it comes to like soccer. What was that called again? Where relegation. 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 They are the team that like yeah. If if a team is going to get to move up to the next slot, PJ Walker and the Roughnecks get to go up. Maybe not the defense. They'll leave the defenders on on the side. But the offense, the head, the offense, and the offensive coordinator, they definitely get to go up. Yep. So, and, and but you, when I look at this guy on the field, I see a quarterback that knows everything in the sense that he knows where his, his guys are. He, he sees the defense. He knows when to run. I, I mean, there was there, I saw one game where he fumbled the ball and they had him mic'd up. He didn't like he there was like, oh, shoot, nothing. He was just calm. He picked the ball up. And then he scrambled it and ran it into the end zone. It was just like, yeah, you know, that's the way we do it, baby. I mean, this guy, he's pretty good. You like broken play TDs. Oh, yeah. Now, Phillip is, he, dude, on top of that, he he, he does it. He's not like a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson. He's, he, to me, reminds me more of a Russell Wilson where he keeps the play alive. Right. Because I know he's not athletically great. Mm-hmm. And, um. Uh, even his background story is he was uh who was saying it one time on here. Uh, his background story is the the was it the he's Andrew Lux Andrew Lux backup right? backup yeah so it was Briscoe's backup wasn't he third yeah yeah <laughs> he was yeah exactly and Andrew Luck told his dad to sign this guy yeah and so uh, that, are you talking about your MVP too is that no no are you adopting my, that's Mo's? not my MVP <laughs> okay no who's your MVP who's your MVP uh Taamu. He's pretty good too. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Bruce because he's he, Samoan. Yeah, and exactly. Well, he wasn't supposed to be. Uh, b- both PJ Walker and him weren't supposed to be the it guys for the league. They not were, at all. Yeah, not, not at, at all. all. And it's uh, supposed to be Landry Jones working hard. It's supposed to be well, Josh Johnson, Josh Landry Jones, Jones uh, Cardinal Jones, mm-hmm. and then Connor Cook was supposed to be the Houston Roughnecks guy. Yeah, and then that didn't pan out. So, which again, it has a lot to do with the linemen in the league. It's not very good, but. So, uh, but yeah, Tamu, he's, he runs the ball. He keeps plays alive. He's just, he's badass. He's dude. an impressive quarterback. Yeah, he's really good, man. I don't think he's necessarily NFL, like, top, you know, caliber quarterback, but I like these two guys for the XFL. And 
XFL should do anything to keep these guys, man. I, mean, I think it's crazy that Josh Johnson is uh, the third best QB stats wise, and he has one less game and uh, two losses. Oh, he's 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 good, dude. He just he, he needs some time. Dude, Trey McBride, which where's Rocket Ross right now? You know, nowhere near. But well, who threw for the most yards last weekend? I guess that was Mr. Johnson. Yeah, yes. for 330 yards, dude. He's he good. was number one. Yeah, Bears, who would be your MVP? I'm going with Mr. Amu as well. Uh, he threw for more yards than PJ. He ran for four times as many yards as PJ. He's right. bigger than PJ. Um, I think he's a bigger threat on the run because he's harder to bring down. Most definitely. And uh, he's he's got I I just say bigger with as good a skill set. And there's there's a reason the Battle Hawks are three and one. Who who do they lose to? Who's that one? The Roughnecks. The Roughnecks. The Roughnecks. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a close game. But it was very close. Um, I would I would concur with uh, Tom. I think uh, somebody who didn't get drafted, who didn't get even looked at, pretty much by the league. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. Who, I didn't know anything about this guy, and he's he's impressed the hell out of me with uh, his, his quarterback play, his poise, yeah. his strength in the pocket, his mobility. You know, I'm a Battle Hawk believer, so I'm, um, I, yeah, I like him. I'm amazed he didn't get looked at in the league, man. But wait a minute! Don't be that amazed, Mr. Warner didn't get looked at in the league either. That's true. And had to come back and win a Super Bowl. And he cost me a Super Bowl. And Mr. Bra- <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brady yeah. got drafted, I think, 198th in the draft. To left Warner's ass uh, bagging groceries they, and shit. They don't always get it right. Yeah. Steve McNair will have a... This is true. I'm not going to get into that. It's a different league, a different time, different millennium. But actually, even look, a- but looking at that, it actually shows the type of quarterback that this league needs is is a mobile quarterback not necessarily again not like a lamar jackson running for yards but somebody that can move in the pocket what about landry jones he doesn't really move well that's why he's come on that's not why he's out dude he and hurt. Who, who's come the kid on. from uh the sea dragons the new kid uh he, yeah he's a double threat he he yeah he's a double threat now what's his name uh they're they're Thing. Uh, BJ Daniels. BJ Daniels. So BJ Daniels now, and then on top of that, Cornelius Soul Train. Soul Train. He also is another kid that has to use his feet. So it just seems like now the quarter, like, which is cool that we're finding out that by mid mid season that XFL is about keeping it on the feet. You know, like yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. call Soul Train a mobile quarterback. He's more yeah. there for his dude. Run. He had a touchdown. He no, had a he, running touchdown. He can run. <laughs> I'm just saying I would. He's not exactly a mobile. But he can keep it alive. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's good. You don't to again. Move. You don't need a Lamar Jackson going forward. You just need a guy that can stay in the. You know, can keep mm-hmm. plays alive with his feet. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I want to stretch this a little bit. The most likely XFL player to be in the NFL next year. Most likely. Wouldn't necessarily have to be the best quarterback. I'll go, wait, let me go first. Let me go first. Okay, go. I, I, I think Nelson Spruce will be in the league next Bruce. year. Spruce. Nelson Spruce will be in the league next year. It's funny. Blue hand Spruce. I'm going to stick with the Wildcats, but I'm going to go with Trey McBride. Two 100-yard games. Good size chap. He, dude, he's, he's looking nice, man. He's a big player. Mo? Ah, you know, you see, I'm, I don't want to sound redundant here, so you know what? Uh I'll give you time. I'll pick mine. Go ahead. Taylor Russellino. Who's this guy? Who is he? Oh, he's the guy that's five for five on field goals. Oh. He's the guy with a 48-yarder and a 51-yarder. 51. Who doesn't miss. Wow. I didn't even think about such A lot of NFL teams would like someone who doesn't miss. True. Uh, 
He's on the Battlehawks. Oh, well. Most team. Doesn't well, miss. Mo did like the St. Lunatics back in the day. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go with P.J. Walker again because I know there's a lot of bad NFL teams that really could use a starting quarterback or, or somebody to come in and challenge their starting quarterback. And um, I, I, think, I think he's a complete player. I, 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 I hear you guys that uh, um, Tiamu – on on the Battle Hawks, he's 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 a, a real deal as well. But what I what I like about PJ Walker, it's not about the stats. I see a, a guy who has a knowledge of the game, who seems comfortable in his own shoes. And, and you're right, the other guy might be putting up better stats. But it's something about PJ Walker, I think when you look at the Roughnecks and you see that they're undefeated, I don't think it's because of the defense. I think it's because of P.J. Walker. It's the poise of their quarterback in the sense that even when they go down, he just drives and, and, and leads them right back to the top with, with, a, with a very key drive. He, he never seems bothered or rattled. He seems very poised. So because of that, I think, I think this guy definitely would give somebody a real competition on one of these bad NFL teams if he was given a chance. Donald Parham at 6'8 as a receiver. Anybody singling him out? You know, also, he, he, I, I, I seen him. Uh, he seems like, I think he, he's a, a good candidate to get a shot. But for some reason, um, I just think Spruce has the whole package of what you're looking for as a receiver in the NFL. I mean, he does have NFL experience. Um, and he just, I mean. This is nothing but an audition for him. Yeah. Well, he had he already just, made it. He got hurt, and that's what caused him to not be on the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah. But this so is, he auditioned. This is, he made it. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying this is an audition to show. Hey, I'm back. This this is my highlight footage here. I mean, you can't beat this. He's number three in the league after having missed a game. Exactly. That's impressive. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, um, but edit point. Again, yeah. Let me actually write this down. Or let me stop and start. But is a is you brought up a great point. Is are are we looking for skill players or are looking, you know, because the defensive play, I don't think has been stellar enough to say. Oh, I I see standout guys that need to make the league, uh, or the line play, uh, for that matter. But um, is skill positions it for the XFL as is make the jump to the NFL or are we looking, are we missing or did we three miss special teams by a mile? I haven't seen anybody personally on special teams that have blown my mind. Cause I actually was thinking that it, when the XFL started, we were going to get much better yep. returns than we've got. I don't know why I thought it was going to be much Facts. easier to uh, score a touchdown that way. But I can't even think of too many times where I've seen somebody even return a, 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 a punt for a touchdown in this. Game. I would actually go with our dude Meatball, if anything, because he, I think he's the one that has, has had one of the longest runs from a punt. Yeah. Is it a punt? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, if somebody returned for a touchdown, there's been okay, one. Okay, but, but going to most okay. point, I 100% agree with Mo. We should have had a ton of freaking. Uh, I just thought we were going to get more. I don't know why. (laughs) You you should have more returns on punts for a touchdown because 
the linemen and the and the gunners can't leave until it's kicked. Exactly. Right. That gives the, the receiver many more opportunities to not fair catch. I'm surprised how many fair catches there are, given that they get that extra second and a half or two seconds. Right. And on top of that, punts, because I think one of the reasons they were the way the punt was supposed to work without the gunners is it was going to eliminate the punts and more people going on for fourth down, which, again, it just seems like more people are just punting again. <laughs> well, we, we also see that different coaches are treating fourth down differently when you're on the other side of yeah. the 50. Mm-hmm. Some of them understand that a punt, you're only going to gain 10 or 15 yards at best. Yep. Um, and so they're in, incented to go for it. I do like and, that. And others just punt out of kind of, it seems like a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, right. That's, That's how you're saying. supposed exactly. to do it. They have always told me that you're always supposed to punt in these situations. All right, guys. So um, moving on, uh, coach of the year. Who you guys think halfway through the season, who's the, who's the best coach? I got to go with, uh, what's the Houston Roughnecks coaches? Uh, Pep, not Pepper Johnson. What's his name? Pep Hamilton? Pep Hamilton. He's <laughs> Pep Johnson's not really with us yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. He's I mean, I mean, he's on the earth, Yeah, but he's not like us. with the Wildcats. <laughs> Uh, I, Does I he would have coronavirus. No, I would say. I mean, you know what, man, Jonathan Hayes, man. I going in like you know the first game against Stoops and, and not knowing much about him, and I might say I I, I think it's Jonathan Hayes for me. Do you think because uh, of the the poor play of the defense in the XFL, some of these uh, offensive coordinators are looking a little more like looking how do you say uh, better over, than they over, otherwise yeah, would? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, you can I, say that about the 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 Vipers, you know the guy. What's his name? Melizundo. I mean, or or is it or or is it the fact that there are more people that you know there are more players in the country on Earth that want to be skilled players on offense? So pretty much all the skill guys are in the NFL on defense. Because yeah. oh, yeah, it looks like I mean, there's a handful of guys that use the, the just the eye test on offense. Like, hey man, they could be in the league. But I don't, I don't get that on defense. So maybe no. there's, maybe there's a smaller number of elite defenders in, on earth, and we have them all in the NFL. <laughs> and linemen as well. Yeah, yeah, linemen, uh, offensive linemen. You got to think. Well, you're not. You're sometimes when I'm watching, I, I see the size because there's plenty of people that weigh three twenty, three thirty. They don't appear to be in the same shape. Right. Yeah. As as people in the NFL. And that might be a shortened season. It might be they didn't know they were going to play. So they weren't in shape from before the season because they were working somewhere else as opposed to training year round like NFL players. Right. So but I I think next year will be different. In fact, some of the players could make the XFL their career. If it it goes a year, two or three. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I think so, too. Uh, What do you guys think of the tight end play? Because I really do like our tight end. Uh, uh, tight end Barnes. play is great. Brandon Barnes. I, yeah. And I think he could he could be a candidate to get a shot in the league. Uh, his size, mobility, um, he plays with passion. Uh, I mean, I don't think if you don't have skill, passion is not going to get you that far. But I think he has a combination. And he, he you know, he play, you see he plays hard. I can see him getting a shot. But I have seen less screens, you know, in the XFL than I do in the NFL. And uh, I've seen a lot of double tight end sets. But... I don't. To me, the the tight end quality hasn't been there across the board on all eight teams. Well, well we, not even big plays. <laughs> well, we're not seeing that many drop passes. That's what's been impressive. Also, is when it's catchable. For the most part, we're seeing catches. Yeah, right. I, I don't think we're seeing any higher percentage of drop passes 
in our league than in the NFL. Also, it could it could be different from say this point on because remember it's we're still in the first half of the season. It could change completely like the second half of the season. It's another thing that keeps it interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> there could be more bigger plays, more tight end plays. You know. Let Let me take the conversation backwards one step. Uh, let me tell you who I think um, my uh, coach of the year is. And I think it's it's going to be a little bit of a shock because on this show, especially, I am a big Coach Moss fan. Oh yeah, he's cool. But I don't. He's not my coach of the year though. Um, I, I recognize Coach Moss as a very skilled coach at this point. I I think he's weathered a storm significantly with the way his his team has dealt with some turnover and they've they've had a lot of adversity and and they, for the most part. They've thrived through it because even though they lost last week, they still put up some pretty good yards. And I'm really hoping by next week they can get it together and we can pull out this victory to stay alive for the playoffs. But I, for my money, Bob Stoops has kept the Dallas Renegades in this the whole time. I I knew he was a college football coach. I didn't really know much about him. I don't really follow college. But his team has from from the very first week, they look prepared. They're, I I don't think they're like I like I don't think Landry Jones is a great quarterback. But when with Bob Stoops out there telling him what to do, he seems like he's that calming presence, and that team looks good all around. When I look at Bob Stoops, I go, you know what? That guy can coach football. I don't look at him as he's a joke head coach. The first time I saw Bob Stoops even in the XFL, I'm like. Didn't you win a national championship? Why the fuck are you here, man? <laughs> and you know what? Because he I, loves football. You know what? That is very apparent, and that is why he is. Even though the Dallas Renegades do not have the best record or whatever, I look. They're one of my favorite teams. I well, I've they, picked them several times. They've won in spite of the number one interception count in the league. <laughs> they had three interceptions in the first quarter. Right. And people still aren't writing them out. Like, they're, they're still in the thick of things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count them out. And they got Landry Jones. He came back. I mean. <laughs> but you know what? It seemed like Dallas, when the whole when this whole thing was coming together, it seemed like Dallas was almost the team that they were setting up to be the, 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 the juggernaut of the XFL. Really? That's kind of my as, as a, the impression that I got. And uh, that's why I can't give Stoops so much credit because it it seemed like they were even with getting Landry Jones right who was supposed to be like the the big quarterback of the XFL. So I don't know. I, I, I they're doing good for what they have, but I'm not. I can't crown him and that team. You know what I mean? Well, obviously I haven't. I'm not. But it just they're the yeah. number two team in the West, man. Roughnecks weren't supposed to be as good as they are. <laughs> <laughs> Killing everybody. No, no, the Roughnecks, I think, are the, I said it before, I think they're the cream of the XFL. And But keep in mind, they have one game they won by seven, one game they won by four. Mm-hmm. They're not blowing people out. No. Who, the Roughnecks? The Roughnecks. Oh, that's because their defense is <laughs> crud. Well, just when, when teams are within one score yeah. of, of beating them. They always got a chance. You, you, you can't say, oh, they're clearly going to be 8-0. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they're going to stay undefeated. Somebody is going to beat Houston. We're not getting into preview show, but I wouldn't be shocked if they. I think they played the not the Vipers. They played the Sea Dragons. Sea Dragons. I wouldn't be shocked. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of things are changing because we have quarterback changes in three yeah. teams, four yeah. teams. And I don't, I don't want to get too much into the preview to dig into the preview show, but yeah, I think I wouldn't be shocked. All right, let's talk about Team Nine then. That won't be in the preview show, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. NFL talk- doesn't have Team Nine, right? That's me. Still, why, why, why don't you tell? Why don't you tell our listeners what Team Nine is? From what I know, I guess my little bit of knowledge of it, it's it's a team that they're keeping players warm let's just say you know in shape and in football shape and they kind of practice a few drills and stuff like that from what i know so the practice squad for all teams for all anybody teams. can draft and then, from yeah them. and then if yeah if one of your guys gets injured then you pull up from the the team nine um as it is it a thing still or yes yes still going on yes they're based out of dallas right or yes so you knew more than i did the that's fact you even I, knew I, they were I, in Dallas. That's that, I, I was like, they're in Dallas? <laughs> yeah, what? In Dallas. Or Houston or something, right? I think they're where everything's at. Yes. In Texas. Okay. So so basically, they're once again, they're just a practice squad. But then what we were talking about earlier, it was like, you know, it'd be really cool. Instead of them just being merely a practice squad, they should be kind of that one team without a home that like, that, that should get to compete and have their players on the field. So what do, you, what do you think, Chris, about a play-in? So we're going to have four teams go to the playoffs at the end of the year and four teams aren't. What do you think about the team with either the worst record or the worst stats has to play Team 9, and if Team 9 beats them, next year Team 9's in, and that team that loses <laughs> becomes Team 9? That becomes too gimmicky, though. I'm going to be honest with you because it's like a, a practice squad for like the whole league means that these guys are, you know, they weren't quality. I'm not quality, but they're quality enough to be in the league, but maybe not starters. So well, well, otherwise, they're other, just guys looking for a chance. Because uh, otherwise, otherwise you would be pulling from them all the time. You'd be like, oh, let me drop this guy, pull up this guy. You know what I mean? I'm sure they so, got love it. But isn't that what happens on the teams that we're watching when their starting quarterback gets taken out because he's not performing <laughs> well? Second string comes in, takes him to the win like Mr. Perez. I'm still not buying Perez, man. <laughs> well, you got to buy his yeah. stats. I, I, I buy Perez as a game manager. Yeah. Um, a really great game manager. Um, he, I felt like he, obviously, he played against the team that traded him, so he, he had uh, some extra motivation. Uh, but he impressed me with his, his play. He kept the defense on the field, and he he took what they gave him, and is he is he you know gonna be throwing these huge bombs to uh uh you know his receivers no but uh I mean he's serviceable. He was eighteen for twenty six. He's pretty darn accurate. We'll see. We'll see where it goes yeah. this week. I don't want to get into the preview show though. <laughs> well, the, the, so. the reason is because you picked the Guardians at the beginning of the season and then you gave up on them. No, because I don't. You don't want to be wrong twice. No, no. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. If, you're you're a petty guy. It's okay. No, no. Because I don't think. Like Matt McGloin is a pretty good quarterback. He, you know, he's played with his Raider. That, that, no, no, that no, makes no, him I, good. I, I think he was actually a really good uh, quarterback at Penn State. He's not having a good year. And he's this not league. having a good. Again, I don't. Know. It's one game, like, <laughs> and it was really cool for the Wildcats. I actually, uh, I was hearing more about that. That I guess on the field at points it was like sixteen degrees, so it was really cold. So that's your excuse? No, no. What I'm saying is, no, the excuse was, is. Wasn't it I, cold I, for everybody on the field? I'm giving, I'm giving it to, I'm just saying that it was a tough game for the Wildcats to play. I don't necessarily know, like, again, 
Luis wasn't like the blowout sensation. He didn't kill it. He didn't have like four touchdown TDs. He, again, his his red zone was not very great. Did, did he win? Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. But I'm, that's I, the no. That's not not what you're saying. And, and again, you're, we'll we'll see what happens this week. Let's just I don't look. No, if no, you want to crown him now, crown him now. <laughs> no one is saying he's MVP of the league. But <laughs> if you, he crowned the, him. The dude did what he had to do to win the game. Okay, it's just if you want to crown him, <laughs> what you're saying, he is what he is. What is it? If you want to crown him, crown him. He is who we thought he is. <laughs> We're crowning Josh Johnson from last week for the most yards. Yeah, but the thing is, is Perez did what he had to do. He came up with one game, one game. We'll see. We'll I mean, we'll see how it goes. He's a backup quarterback, man. He's he's already he's already played with house money. Well, we'll see where it goes next week. We'll see where it we'll, goes. We'll go with the pre- preview show and pick him. <laughs> Who's he playing? The, the 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 Renegades. The Renegades, yeah. I mean, you pick McGloin over Perez right now. Well, because McGloin's a better quarterback. Who doesn't want to be there? He just doesn't want to be. I agree. He just doesn't want to be. He wants to play with Flowers. Who's Flowers? Oh, Flowers, because Flowers wanted to leave from um, the Vipers, oh, right? The Vipers. <laughs> they put him on the IR, so he can't leave. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're hoping he comes back. They put him instead of wa- waving them. They put him on the IR. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, I, I I think that he wasn't getting a fair chance with the fact that they kept pulling him and out. Him out constantly you, for a soul train. You know what I think? I mean, Tressman couldn't make up his mind. And, and by the way, I'm not a big Tressman fan. But if you're not going to use him, at least let him go to Team Nine. Exactly. Let him go to Team Nine, um, and then let him be available for somebody you know that uh, gets injured. Hey, Alex, we we're we we're talking about Team Nine. In Team Nine, can you pull whenever you want, or it has to be like an injured player? It has to be an injured player. I mean, if, if there's yeah, okay, so it's like oh, got it. If it's or or, or like. You're waving someone for for, for oh, so you can for so you, a reason. So I don't like this dude out. I can go up and get one. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. but you have to wave a person. You can't just like uh, now. Do you have to go through that team now before you get anybody off the street? Yeah, I think so. Okay, but you have to That's wave. You have to wave a person. It has to go through. It has like the the correct wave. You know, go through waivers. Gabe's giving me hand signals, Eddie. <laughs> Except for kickers, you can sign them. Oh. Like they did in Necessary Roughness, the girl kicking the soccer balls over the fence. Yo, and, do you think we're going to have it, a female kicker in and, the XFL? And, and, Ooh, and, let's go. And, I'm and, down with that. Is, isn't there priority for, for, for if you wave a player, isn't there like a par- priority? Them? Like you can't just wave players all willy-nilly and then p- take players out team nine, right? It has to, it, it's a process. Yes. Like That's what I'm a, saying. You have to yeah. go through the whole cycle. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm down with the woman. Yeah, that'd be though. dope. Let's get that going. But I mean, I mean, to me, Team Nine's. A, you guys were talking about Team Nine. Team Nine's a very interesting thing to me. And and you know, if if what's Flowers gonna do now? Just sit there and do nothing? He's not gonna be able to work out because he's on the IR. So if he went, to, if he went to Team Nine, and he at least be running drills every day, uh, uh, playing, uh, you know, at least doing doing coverages, getting reps, and he can come in and be ready to to play for a team that needs him. I agree. Not no, just I, sit there. I agree. I, I mean, when we're talking about that, might have been one of the reasons why the non-skill, the more, the more the, the like the line, the defensive, the offensive lineman, maybe why the the the, the play is suffering because they didn't have enough time to get into the game shape to, to like football football shape. So you don't let a quarterback just sit there. I mean, being a quarterback, you need repetition. You need practice. You need to take reps. Basically, this is a move like I, to me, this move is Tressman saying, if you're not gonna play for us, you're not gonna play for nobody for anybody. Or we don't know the full story, but 
uh, Flowers could have been a, a jerk to, you know, because he did ask, I want out, right? Or he quit or what he do? No, he wanted, he, he didn't want to do the whole splitting thing. He wanted to be the guy. But or then not win the, the job. In or out. Then win the job. So then he, be the, the guy. Never gave you him a chance. He would think, lead the he would lead think, the team to a touchdown, and, and then the paradox hey, drive. Our, whole, our homie uh, Cornelius just did it. Like he F did it because that, Flowers like, wasn't there anymore to be competition. Well, Cornelius hey. actually got a chance. I'm, and I'm, Flowers, when he was in the game, when he got a chance, he actually played well. And then they not just well kept, enough to keep his job. Play me or trade me, coach. <laughs> I mean. Trust me, they give him a chance, man. Trust me, crazy. He was playing well. Both of them were playing well. Like, I'm agreeing with you guys. I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> so, uh, do we go to coaches? And all right, who do you guys think is going to be? Basically, give me your final and who's going to win mid season. The whole thing. Yes, give me the two teams that are going to make it to the final and who's going to win. I'm gonna go with the obvious. I'm gonna go with Battlehawks and uh, Roughnecks. I think that's going to be the popular choice. Yeah, who's winning it all? The Houston Roughnecks. Stop it. We'll lose to the Battle Hawks. Thank you. I, I actually am I actually picking the Battle Hawks and, and the Roughnecks, and I think I think the Battle Hawks are gonna pull it off, man. Bam, 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 bam. This is a shocker. You on, haven't really? picked Houston all freaking year. So why would that be any different? <laughs> this is a bonus episode. It's hey, different. Did My you just get a haircut because you look clean, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm just no. saying I think think the Battle Hawks are gonna right. win. I got you. I got you. But you've been kind of lightweight hating on Houston all season. I've been lightweight hating on Houston. I've been really hating on Houston. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. So you're not. He's so, been. So, okay. Still, fuck Houston to Ooh. the death. Okay. And they're always welcome on the show. Hey, I, had, I know. And they're, they're friends of the show. The whole Houston team is invited <laughs> to the pod. The whole show. Anybody got, Houston, you're welcome to the show. Last time I was in Houston in October, I, I got kicked out of multiple bars for yelling "fuck the Astros." So and I do not like Houston. They know I do not like them because I don't like, like do not like them in their own city. The cheating Astros or the other Astros? The cheating Astros. Is that why you didn't go to the first game for the Galaxy in Houston? Yeah, plus it's fucking hot, and I mean mm. Texas is not. I rather go, I'm going to Miami. Where would you rather go to, Houston or Miami? True, bro. I don't know. Coronavirus is right now. They just <laughs> it's all over Miami. First of all, Miami. <laughs> there's a lot of diseases in Miami. It's true. I don't think coronavirus is yeah. going to really make a difference. I mean, I'm not scared of coronavirus, but then again, I ain't no bitch. You, you're the guy who wants it for two weeks just so you can stay home? Stay home. That'd be awesome, man. <laughs> Have you, I mean, I know you, I've been to Miami with you. You know how great oh, Miami yeah. is. Dude, we had the greatest time ever. <laughs> I want to get some white pants. Alex got a lot of love. By the way, you got to point out, it's not just the fact he gets to stay home. He said, I get to stay home and get the sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I want to get that sympathy." Man, I, I never, oh. I never get sympathy, man. <laughs> As a brown man, we don't get sympathy. <laughs> All right, anyways, <laughs> for a bonus show, we're gonna you. build a wall thank around you your house. For listening. This is this is the man that like has had has had every like opportunity in life afforded to him, and he still complains. He he actually doesn't want to help brown people. He wants to, he he wants to just just probably would help him. <laughs> I thought he was the yeah, biggest man. employer no. in the produce industry. There's a reason they call him. There's a reason he calls himself the, the, the man of the people because he wants the people to work for him. Mm. Why does it? Why do you think he calls himself a brown king? Oh, because he towers over these people, bro. <laughs> Thank you, Amen, brother. <laughs> well, and that's on that note, do it for this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah. On that note. <laughs> Hey, he is 6'3", 6'2". He towers over... Yeah. I mean, we're, we're pretty tall for Hispanic people. We're really tall for Hispanic people. Mo, you've been to El hey, Salvador. Mo, you've been to El Salvador with me. Well, you can yeah. vouch. 
The statements made on today's Wild Talk belong to those people that are making those statements. They do not necessarily represent all members of Wild Talk. <laughs> and certainly not the Wildcats. <laughs> no, definitely not, not the Wildcats wild or the XFL. This part is definitely going to get edited out. Rebroadcast or other transmission our, or use of this podcast without the express written consent of Mo <laughs> is prohibited by law. <laughs> all right, let's, let's do a real ending. <laughs> I'm going to cut all this out. <laughs> it's good content, man. Leave it on. All right. And so, yeah, so the, the, that was it for our bonus show. Um, and, yeah, I think most of us on this table are going to be correct with the ba- Battlehawks winning the championship. And, Mo, for you being a Battlehawks fan, why didn't you pick the team, bro? Um, I, I, I love the Battlehawks. I just feel that the Houston Roughnecks, I go with my gut, and my gut is telling me the Houston Roughnecks are going to pull this out. Actually, I'm going to go with the Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> Wildcats! Wildcats! <laughs> See you soon. <laughs>